Welcome to the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran. On this podcast, you will find tips on business, relationships, and personal growth. I keep it real. I keep it honest, but I say it with love. As a coach and entrepreneur of over 20 years, I have a whole host of takes on all aspects of personal development. So grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey, everybody. This is the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran, and this is episode 135. Um, we're clipping along pretty fast here, I feel like. Sometimes I take a break from the podcast. Sometimes I'm on the ball. Um, and since I started working with an assistant who happens to be my daughter also, if you need somebody, she's bloody incredible. Um, <clears throat> she's keeping me on pace. So this episode is do you know what to do in order to launch your new business? Um, so this is this, you know, I mean, I could obviously I teach on this. This is what I, what I teach. So trying to squeeze it in all into a, a little podcast is going to be challenging, but I'll do my best to give you some tidbits. Um, so when I was 23, I launched, I think I was 23. Maybe I was something like that. 23, 24 ish, 23. I launched my very first business called Freedom Event Planners. And <clears throat> here's the thing I really knew nothing. I mean, I knew less than nothing. I, I didn't even know. I mean, obviously, I didn't know what I didn't know, but I really didn't know much. I knew that I'd seen other event planners doing events and I thought it was cool. I knew that I loved people, I knew that I loved being in a fast paced environment. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I knew that, uh, you know, there was like, something that could be fun. I knew that being an entrepreneur was like something I'd never thought about in the past. And to be honest, when I was starting that business, I still wouldn't have called myself an entrepreneur. I didn't even know really what the hell that meant. I just thought, I, I just don't want to work for somebody else. So I'm going to do this instead. So, <clears throat> sorry, my throat's really dry today and I'm trying to... Uh, not clear my throat 20 times. So I apologize for that. But so what do you do to, in order to launch your business? So I think after 20 shit, 22 years of being in and out of different businesses and seven years being in, in a successful company, I he, here's what I think, you know, if I had it to, to all to do it all over again, here's where I would, I think I would land. First thing I would think about is who am I here to serve? I talk about that obsessively probably in my program and in my coaching practice and on my social and everywhere. And I talk about it so obsessively because it has to be the number one thing. Like people who are successful, like, so I'm going to kind of put it into two camps. There are the men that are successful and the men <clears throat> who really focus on here's a problem that I can solve I may not be passionate about it, but I know I can solve it. And so they go down that direction. And a lot of them make a lot of money. But what you'll see happening is down the road. And I'm talking to the, the women right now who are in their late 30s and older. This is not this is not a conversation necessarily to be had by somebody younger, simply because there, there's the life experience of doing something you really don't feel passionate about isn't there yet you know, in your twenties, you still think it's okay to do, or it's not that it's not okay, but you still think that it's like cool and fine to do something. You're not supposed to love what you do to this extent. And in our twenties and thirties, we kind of think, well, this is just what I'm good at. So I'm going to do it. So you're living in the masculine and it's not until kind of late thirties, early forties, where you're like, wait a minute, 
this isn't really what I thought this was going to be or, and sometimes it's happening earlier nowadays just because of social media and we're open to conversation. So the guys though, they can do that kind of thing for a while because their hunter mode kicks in and that's where they can operate fully, right? That's, they have the the masculine energy and, and that's hunter. And so they, that's their happy place. So they love doing that. They love building business that way. Women do not. So we do it, but we don't love it. We do it and we don't feel fulfilled. And eventually the men don't either. So if you're, you know, you're doing a business like the content company, right? Like I definitely was obsessed with who I serve and I still care deeply about who we serve, but I'm not waking up in the morning excited about who we serve on that, in that company. And that's part, and I'm going to talk about that in another podcast, but it's not, it's one of those things where I had to be obsessed with the woman who I wanted to help. It wasn't until I was obsessed with the woman I wanted to help that I, it became a lot easier. Like my job right now is super in flow. Most of the time, there's parts of my cycle where I'm not in flow and I recognize that. And I don't flip out about it anymore. Although this past month I've been a little bit, you know, uh, bajiggity, a friend of mine used to say that. And I'm, I haven't stopped to think about where I'm hormonally. So I'm letting it kind of fuck with my head a bit, but it is hormones. It's, it's all good, but I am, I'm in flow in this business because I'm obsessed with who I serve. I get new clients because I'm obsessed with getting or serving and getting that client, you know, to see, to show them impact. I'm not thinking about all the money I'm going to make. I'm not thinking it's there. I'm conscious of it. Don't get me wrong. I'm still a businesswoman, but I'm not obsessing about having to close and I'm not obsessing about the money. I'm obsessing about the impact I'm going to have, because if you do that, the feeling in your body is different. Like you're going to feel differently inside your body when you are in that zone. Like if you close your eyes, so right now, wherever you are, I mean, obviously if you're doing something like driving, you're not going to close your eyes, but if you close your eyes and you think, and I think about, I could pick any number of clients I've worked with. Okay. I'm picturing one of them and watching her grow and watching her live the life she wants to live doesn't have to be the same life I want. But if I picture her in front of me, I get emotional. I think, oh my God, like that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to show that woman the freedom of making her own decisions around her company and her own economy. Like I'm, I'm there. I am there. I'm not thinking I better close this because I want to do 50 grand this month. Like that will come and it takes patience. Trust me. I've had so many dark nights of the soul in the last six months around my company. And I finally come back to myself and here's part of intuition. Intuitively, I knew this is where I would land. And now I'm here again and it feels good. Is it scary still? Is, am I still conscious of like, I need to make some sales and that of course I am. I would be lying if I didn't have those feelings. But my predominant feeling isn't I have to make money. My predominant feeling is I have to serve. And <clears throat> through that, there's their money will will show up. It just my biggest thing, and I and I'm guessing your biggest thing is patience, right? Like that's trusting God, trusting universe, trusting source is doing it at the right timing. That's fucking hard. But when you release that control, that's when things start to move quickly. And that's what I'm really what I'm working on internally myself right now. So being obsessed with who you serve, that's number one, knowing what, you know, knowing what your, what the problem that you solve is, you know, 
like so many times I hear people say like, well, I like doing this. Okay. But does anybody need this? Right. Get, get honest, get curious. You know, I say that all the time, be curious, but get honest about like, does anybody actually need what you, what you want to do? And again, if you're, and typically your client or your customer is the person you were before you created the business or before right now, before you're about to create the business. So like I needed a coach like me who could balance masculine and feminine energy inside my, inside of the business. And I didn't, couldn't find one. I found very masculine energy coaches. And so I did all the tool. I knew all the tools and I'd have all the tools, but I wasn't dipping into my heart to really do that work. And so I had to find it on my own and then I created it. So I'm, my client is me several years ago. My client is me two or three years ago, to be honest. So <clears throat> Find out who, you know, what did you need before you made your big change or had some massive transition in your life? Figure that out and and know what the problem you solve is because you solved it for yourself, not because you're looking outside of yourself. Like I've talked to people who are, I created this really cool platform and, you know, it's this, that, and the other. And I'm like, why? Well, because it's like a cool idea. Okay, great. It's so what? It's a fucking cool idea. The thing about it is, ladies, is that you will not have the stamina required in order to pull it off if you're not super connected in your heart to the thing. If it's just a cool idea, that cool idea in two years is going to flop on its face. I guarantee it. You can fucking, you know, this is episode 135. I'm saying I guarantee your business will flop if you're only doing it because it's a good idea that will make you some money. It's just going to, period. Call it, you know, and I'm saying, and this is the new version of my, of me coming to myself. I say things like that with 100% certainty because I just know intuitively that's what's going to happen. So it can't just be about good idea makes money. It has to be what problem do you solve that you have solved for yourself or that you've seen, you know, that's close to you. Um, the other thing, so those are kind of the top two pillars. I'm not going to go into all of them. Like I said, I could, you know, this is what I teach. This is what I talk about, but think about, you know, the, the other really important thing is think about the lifestyle that you want out of this business. A lot of times we just say, we just want to make money. I want to make a million dollars. Perfect. Why? Why do you want to make a million dollars? Is your lifestyle a million dollar a year lifestyle? Probably not. You're probably making under hundred K right now. So when you're in the beginning of launching and you, and, and I'm asking you, do you know what to do in order to launch? One of the things that you do um, amongst, you know, marketing plans and business plans and all the other stuff is think about what do you want from the business? Like what exactly is the goal you want to have, you know, for me, it's a two, $300,000 a year lifestyle. That's a super comfy. So I, I, you know, if I make five or 600 K every year, then I'm, you know, that's a lot that's, there's a lot of extra in there. And my subconscious will be like, why do I need that extra 300? So you got to make sure you know where you want things to go. And it has to be, I always say this to my, my um, clients. It's like, you have to believe this stuff energetically. You can't just say it. It's not just to say it, right. I want to do, I, I mean, I remember one time I said, I want to do 800 K this year. Okay, cool. Why? I had no idea why my coach at the time was like, why the fuck do you want to make that much money? It's like, I don't know. It sounds like a good idea. He's like, well, that shit's not going to fly. Like nothing's going to, you're not going to create that if you don't know exactly what, why you're creating it. So I did the work. I went and I wrote down 
where, where I want to live. I want two or three properties around the world. Okay, perfect. I want to travel. I want to, you know, I want to have this type of car. I want to have the, these type of experiences. I want to have this type of whatever. I want to do this type of charity. I want to do this type of philanthropy, et cetera. Now I know down to the dollar what I need to make or what I'd like to make. And so it's a lot easier to make that when I energetically believe it versus just pulling a number out of my ass, like 800K, right? So get really clear. Like, what does the life you want? What does it cost? And then, you know, work your way backwards. And there's, again, there's so many other components, right? Like, what are you charging for your product or service? What do you you know, how many, you know, you kind of do that reverse revenue map, how many, you know, people do I need to bring in and that, 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 all that shit. But like, so really what I'll leave you with is the three things. Do you know what to do before you launch? These are the three things you start thinking about. One is your buyer persona. Who do you serve? Two, what problem do you solve? And three, what kind of life do you want? Those three things at least will get the juices flowing so that you're starting to look at things more pragmatically. This is not a feminine energy necessarily exercise. I mean, it is you dip in your heart to see kind of who, but then you start to map it out. But like th- these three parts, if you don't have these three parts, in my opinion, it's really difficult to move anything forward. So I hope that was helpful. Um, if I'm going to start r- reminding everybody at the end of every podcast, please, please, please go and leave a review. I would love a five-star review. It helps me build this podcast so more people can hear it. Um, but yes, iTunes, perfect. Go onto iTunes, whether you're in the US or in Canada, just leave a review and uh, I appreciate it. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Cheers. <laughs>